Have you ever experienced the saving power of Jesus? Hey there, I'm Emily Tenter, and this is Unlocked, your daily key to unlocking God's Word in your life. We're diving into part three of our fantasy allegory today, so if you missed the first two days, go back and check them out. Today's devotion and final chapter of this story is called Put to Shame, Part 3. The outrage on the judge's face multiplied, and he spit his next words. The penalty for her sin is death. You cannot waltz in here and demand that justice not be served. The man beside me took a long breath and in a sad voice said, I know. My heart sank and I covered my face in my sin-stained hands. That's why I will take her place. What? What? The judge echoed my own thoughts. Execute me instead, the man said. His face was pained, but his words were sure. The judge thought it over for a moment, then the cruel smile returned to his face. Very well. He lifted his hand to call in the guards. No. I spun in my seat and grabbed the man's hand at the same moment the guards took hold of his arms. His warm hand squeezed my fingers, and then he was yanked away from me. No! I jumped after him, but a guard shoved me down. I hit the ground and the air was knocked from my lungs. I heard fabric rip as the guards struggled to push him from the room, and when I looked up, one of the guards had torn the man's shirt clean off, and then the room was silent again. The man had no mark, none, no concealed sin. His skin was flawless, unblemished. This man was completely innocent. He didn't fight them as they dragged him from the room. I could hear his grunts as they beat him on the other side of the doors. Immediate execution had been my sentence, and that was now this man's fate. I sat in the courtroom. I couldn't move as the guards carried out his sentence. I knew when it was finished because the sky outside the courtroom window darkened and a chill filled the room. A groan passed through the earth, and it began to rain. Days later, I walked home from the market and passed in front of the courthouse where I'd waited to die. I stopped in front of it and looked at the cold marble pillars, so starkly perfect compared to the sin marks that still clung to my skin. I turned away, but voices stopped me. In the distance, I could hear people shouting, their voices growing louder and more frantic. Then, from down the street, a crowd of people sprinted past me, their faces a mixture of panic, confusion, and fear. What's happening? I asked one woman who stumbled in front of me. They executed a man a few days ago, she said, and now he, his grave is empty. His body is gone, stolen maybe, but everyone is saying he's, well, they're saying he's, what? What are they saying? Her face paled, but I didn't miss the thrill in her eyes. He's risen. A smile spread across my lips. He's risen. I looked down at my hands and my tattoos were gone. Romans 10.9 says, If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So let's talk about this. Have you experienced the saving power of Jesus or are you still bearing the stain of your sin? If you're not sure, who is a trusted Christian in your life you could talk to? Maybe a parent, pastor, youth leader, or friend? 
As you're thinking about who that person in your life might be, do some reading on your own today too. Check out Colossians chapter 2 verses 13 through 15 to keep God's word alive in your life. Thanks so much for being here for this episode of Unlocked. If you're interested in writing a story for the Unlocked devotional, check out the writer's guidelines on our website, unlocked.org, and submit a story of your own. And that is it for me. Until next time, I'm Emily encouraging you to live your life unlocked, opening the door to God in your life.